Welcome into another edition of the Boss Kicker Talker Sports Podcast. I'm Chris. That's Daniel. Yo. And this week we are going to hit up our MLB talk uh, with our teams of the week. And we are going to break down the NBA playoffs. So first for the obligatory Twitter plugs, I am at CR Drubert. Daniel, you are? I'm at Daniel underscore Cabrera nine. All right. And then you can follow the show at Box Kickers Pod. Um, we also are currently live on Twitch. Uh, if you listen to the show uh, through your normal podcast streams, make sure you, uh, you hit us up on Twitch at, bo- uh, at Box Talking Sports. And go ahead and follow us, put on notifications, because we never really go live at the same time every week. Um, we kind of just, whatever we can fit into our schedule. So if you want to uh, interact with the show live, you're welcome to. Um, we're, we're, we always love the interaction with the fans. So, um, Boxing Gears Talking Sports on Twitch, and uh, of course, after the show's over, we throw the audio up for your your probably driving pleasure. So, um, with that, we will move over into our favorite uh, topic of catching up. How you doing, Daniel? Doing pretty damn good. Are you really? I mean, I mean Astros just lost again, so. Well, everybody loses. <laughs> hey, you got to give the Texas Rangers uh a little bit of credit here and there that they have nothing to look forward to this season. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they can beat us here and there. So uh, yeah, that's fine. We've, we've well, won like six series in a row. So, I mean, they, they, they do have something to look forward to. They see a lot of no hitters in their ballpark, but it's normally <laughs> by the opposed, opposing team doing it. So yeah, um, they were the first team to get a thousand, a hundred percent capacity. So uh, that's right. <laughs> hopefully everybody's taking the precautions over there. Yeah, it seems like uh, looks like the NBA is doing that too. Not full one hundred percent yet, but they have a lot like the ninety ninety percent eighty percent. So uh, we're we're getting back to normal, and we're getting there. I think uh, even though there still needs to be a large percentage of population that needs to get vaccinated, I think uh, a big enough percentage is making making an effect right now as we're seeing it with everything opening up. So for those of you yeah. who got your vaccine, great. Those of you who haven't got it, hey, Daniel and I are still here after having it for several months now. We're still kicking. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, 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 it's for the betterment of, of the public. So, um, and then it takes a little ease off of your worry. If you are one of those that you want to say, you're not worried about COVID, but deep down inside, you're kind of worried. Okay. What if I do get it? Um, or if you have had it and you had minor symptoms, there is a chance of possibly getting again, who knows, but, um, it's still early on knowing that, but at least the pandemic is winding down. Um, although, although we're still staying indoors, I, I am looking forward. So next, uh, next Saturday night, actually, no, we're going matinee. So I, afternoon, my wife and I, for our anniversary, are going to go and see a movie for the first time in over a year. We are going to go to the Alamo draft house and watch a quiet place too. Um, I'm looking forward to, it. I mean, that's the last time I saw a movie, I think was uh, December of 2019. So it's, it's been a minute. So I'm, I'm looking you, forward to that. You don't want to go see spiral with Chris rock. Uh, that was, that was an option for us, but we, I we heard saw, it got some pretty bad reviews. Yeah. We, we saw, we saw, um, a quiet place. The first one in at the Alamo, same theater we're going to. And so yeah. I was like, we, we, we like, we like Emily Blunt. I like John Krasinski. I know he's not only in it for a little bit, but he's directing it. 
Um, but it, I look, I'm, I've been looking forward to it. It's supposed to come out sometime last year, but of course, everything being delayed, I'm, I'm happy to see. It. And I will say, I kind of like what Alamo is doing now for those of you who haven't checked it out yet. So to limit the interaction with the, with the wait staff, you mm-hmm. can pre pre-order your food. And so, oh, really? yeah. So I bought my tickets last night for next Saturday. I have my whole meal already purchased and paid for before I even get there. Nice. And so I hope whatever I was uh, hungry for last night will be what I'm hungry for next week. But, <laughs> but it's just nice that way. Once you, once you get there, I mean, they're going to start bringing you your food. So yeah, um, I like, I like, I love Alamo draft house, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just uh, like when I order my food, it's like at the, at the uh, early stages of the movie where the movie yeah. hasn't even started. So like I'm done by the yeah. time the first 10 minutes kick in. Well, and I will say some of those some of those dishes there are kind of hard to eat in the darkness of a theater. <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> if, if I'm gonna go for like the nachos or whatever, yeah, you best believe I'm gonna, I'm gonna try get get there early and eat it before the movie actually gets going. Uh, unless it's one of those movies has like a lot of outdoor scenes, so it's a lot of bright brightness in the theater. But yeah, well, they have those little lights under the table, but they're like not bright at all. Yeah, you can barely read the menu with those lights. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. but I mean, I, I love Alamo. I, I mean, I love uh, here in Austin. We have that. We have like Flix Brew House. We have a lot of mm-hmm. these other places I pick where they just up the movie going game. And I know they're spreading around the country a little bit now. So like, I know uh, Alamo is in a little bit of the uh, plains right now. Um, but I mean, when you get to go to theater, comfy seats, kind of uh, with uh, you, whoever you go with, you're kind of isolated from everybody else. Great food, you can drink uh, whatever you want to have there. I mean, it's just great. I mean, uh, they do it right. And I, I'm, I know they had some financial problems during the pandemic, but I, I'm happy that everything's getting a little bit back to normal and they're getting some business going back. So um, I am looking forward to that. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The only other thing I know you once again haven't watched, but Fear the Walking Dead. Um, are you okay with spoilers? Uh, obviously. Uh, yeah, because I'm going to watch it tomorrow morning. So, it's fine. All right. Go ahead. So, um, what what's the last episode you saw? Because I think there's been there's been two uh, um, at least one episode. There's one. There's been one only one episode since the last time we had a show. Right? It was it was the one where they were underground, right? Was so, that it? Yeah. So so there's been two since then, and then tomorrow makes three. So the the one after the underground was where uh, uh, Morgan's girl. Morgan's. Gave, okay. Gave yeah. Her, yeah. That's the one. The, the Mother's Day, which I think we talked about last on our last episode. Yes, I saw uh, that one. A little traumatic for, for mothers on Mother's Day. Um, yeah. There's this, this probably Scott M. Gimple's idea. <laughs> probably. And then <laughs> um, last week, um, June was out looking for, uh, I think, gasoline. Or she's trying, she's trying to help because Morgan won't let her into the dam because of what she did with Jenny and all that. So she's yeah. trying to redeem herself. Um <clears throat> Dwight and his wife joined her. Um, and and this is, this, I've complained about this on Walking Dead before. And it's, it's both, it's all the shows where you have a large country. <clears throat> They're in Texas. Texas is a very large state. Mm-hmm. How do you keep finding people randomly <laughs> that are great? So, for example, June came across this guy who happened to be John Dory's dad. What are Wait, the odds of what? The, yeah, so John Dory, the one who died, her husband, yes. his father, who we know is a deadbeat, who has, hasn't been around since he was like twelve years old, is in the episode. <laughs> oh. 
now, now again, it was a it was a really really good episode. Um, the actor who plays him, I, I remember him in some shows. I most notably Dexter. Um, he, I, I, lo- I love the actor. Um, they kind of they, they used his regret of not being able to be around John towards the end there to get Dwight and his wife back together because she was about to leave. She because she, she she said in this episode she has to go back to Virginia to kill Negan. Which again, here, again yeah. oh Negan. Okay, they said they said they said the N word. Okay, Negan. Does <laughs> does she say Negan? Yes. Yeah. She's like Thank I have to. God. But Thank God they the, finally mentioned him or something yeah. sort of to Walking Dead. By the end of the episode, with the interaction with June, uh, and then her her loss of John, and then his dad, who's also named John, um, she decides to to stay and work things out with Dwight. She realizes that because. Um, they find the guy that was Jenny's right hand man, uh, and then he ends up getting killed. Um, and she realizes that she's not going to get her justice by killing Negan. She's still going to be miserable, so she's just going to let it be. Um, now, the big thing about John Dory's dad, which we can call him John, but you get confused with the other character. Um, he used to be a cop, just like like just like the character we had on the show. And he is hunting the leader of the cult because when John Dory Sr. was a cop, he put that guy away in prison because he was a serial killer. So we now know the leader of the cult broke out of prison during the uh, during the outbreak and he's a serial killer. So obviously he's up to no good. The mad scientist guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He was apparently apparently he was um, he was a. a mortician, which makes sense for the embalming and all the other stuff. So, yeah. Um, but he, he, um, yeah. He, so he's obviously a psycho. Um, he's a cult leader, whatever, a serial killer. So John Dory's dad goes back to the dam and he's, he's talking with, um, um, I'm blanking on his name now. Oh my God. The guy from walking dead, they went over. <laughs> Do um, Morgan. Morgan, yeah. Oh man, I could, I've totally blanked on his name. <laughs> so he's 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 working with Morgan now on trying to get more information on what's what this guy's up to, and because of him bringing them there, he's allowing to have um, June back in the camp, and she's checking out on his checking his girl, making sure she's okay. Um, so overall, it was a really good episode. Um, you knew where they were going at the end with Dwight and his wife, with John Dory's dad. I mean. It is a very obvious episode, but it was really well done um, yeah. with the actors, <clears throat> actors involved. So, um, but yeah, that's very all nice. I have. That, that's why I have. I mean, you'll, you'll you'll get the gist of it too. I know it's it's a lot of spoilers, but I mean, I rolled my eyes when it was like, oh, that, I know that gun because it's my it's my gun. And he realizes John Dory's dad is like, oh my god, out of all <laughs> the places in Texas, yeah, he's right there. Cross paths, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it tomorrow. Um, but it seems like this season has been top notch, really. Yeah, I think, that, I think full throttle episodes. with episodes. Uh, episodes yeah, left, I, I think. yeah, they're not going to do Memorial Day one. I I read that that day before Memorial Day. I don't think I think yeah. they're going to skip to the week after. Yeah. Um. So yeah, pretty cool. I'm excited. But yeah, it's uh, after last year of how much I dogged the show. I'm glad I kept watching it because this is this has been. I, I think. I think, especially since they came back from their midseason break, this may be the best season of Fear the Walking Dead so far. 
So. Oh yeah, no doubt. These episodes have been great. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, on the ranch, the ranch was pretty good, but that was kind of a half season story that was pretty good. But this whole season's been great, so I, I, I give them credit because they're, they're working under a lot of due, uh, due pressure because of the pandemic and how they can film and what they can do. So, um, but mm-hmm. overall, it's, it's been really good. So, um, I'm still not gonna watch World Beyond if it, when that comes back because that stuff that's still crap. But um, Fear and, and the main Walking Dead show, I'm still I'm still all, all in on those two shows. Man, I'm still waiting for the episode that they filmed over, that right down the street at Buda Elementary. I still yeah. haven't seen it. I wonder if that's going to be on the next season or I'm the final two episodes. I'm wondering um, if they just use the inside and we've missed it or something. Could it be like the underground? No. I mean, that was an elevator that, in that, there. That was like, a, yeah, that was more like a parking garage. Um, I don't know what they could use that yeah. school for. So. Yeah, I mean that could still be to come. I mean, who knows? Yeah, because <clears throat> because I didn't see anything in the in the last two episodes that could have been that. Yeah, me neither. So yeah, maybe maybe it's, maybe it's part of the, the the next two. I remember watching. I remember when they were filming at Brackenridge Hospital before they started tearing it down, and and I remember watching them film some of that stuff and then seeing it on TV. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's one of the nice things about the show that how they film it around here, so you kind of recognize some of the surroundings. Yep. But um, but yeah, I mean it's it's uh, a couple more episodes, and then after the next episode, uh, next season of Walking Dead, this is going to be the premiere Walking Dead show left. So, Damn. Um, I'm I'm glad that they're getting it back on track now because if it was going to be another train wreck year, then Walking Dead ends, I would have had no hope going forward. But I, I have I have hope going forward with Fear now. Yeah, same so. here. All right, anything else you want to touch on before we move on to the sports? No, that's about it. I mean, I know yeah. we can discuss army of the dead we'll probably watch it by the next time we do a show um, yeah, looking and, forward to seeing that and then um I'm, i mean i have to look it up real quick because it's, it's a weird name but i did watch that new angelina jolie movie um it's on hbo max it's on hbo it's, max and it's, it's also in theaters it's it's a long name um do 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 it's like those who wish me dead or something like that yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Somebody told me to watch that at work. Yeah, those who wish me dead. Yep, that's that's it. Um, a little cheesy. I mean, it's it's got it's got a uh, it's got um, um, John Bernthal from uh, Shane from oh, the first season. Shane O'Mac. So, yeah, he's in there too. Um, him and Angelina Jolie are like the two main characters. Uh, they, I mean, they have uh, the bad guys in there are pretty legit too. I've seen them in some uh, other shows and movies. Um, yeah, really, I enjoyed it. Um, it's it was a little far fetched. It was a little out there, but that's what you expect in this movie. Um, Cause she plays like a firefighter, which you can never even looking at her, her try and talk with like a Southern accent or a country accent. And like, when you look at Angelina Jolie, you're like, okay, I can't buy you as a firefighter yeah. or, 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 or a, a parks and rec type person that, that takes care of this, this woods and up in I think it's Montana or whatever. But um, it was, it was well done. Um, a little far fetched, like with some lightning gags and some other stuff on there, but it's, uh, I liked it. It's, it's a good movie just to kind of turn your brain off for, for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would recommend, I would recommend checking it out. It's, it's, uh, there's a lot of actors and actresses in there that's like, okay, I've seen them in other stuff. Uh, and it, it's not that, I mean, it's not going to win any awards, but it's, it's good. It's a good little movie to buy some time. Yeah. So very nice. All right. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah, uh, the, the 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 zombie movie Zack Snyder is on Netflix. I'm, I'm hoping to check that out tonight or tomorrow. 
um, definitely before next weekend. Um, right now for our next show, I guess we can touch on it now. Uh, we may do a short show on the 26th, which I believe is Wednesday. That is going to be a Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. night. Yeah, Wednesday. So for the reason why we're going to do that, for, uh, for those of you who have been with us since the beginning, the 26th of May is the one-year anniversary of the show. We've we've we are about to hit our one year anniversary. We'll probably do like a little like a little short show, kind of recap some of the uh, what we our favorite episodes, or talk about some of our guests that we've had on here. Um, I definitely I, I want to try to revisit our predictions that we did initially on those first two episodes for the NFL season, how right or wrong we were. Uh, maybe recap like the baseball and all that stuff. So. Um, yeah, it'll be a fun little show. Nothing serious. It's just going to be kind of like, hey, one year later, here we are. Uh, yes, yeah, still going. It's, it's nice to have a, have sports talk about because those first uh, five, six, seven episodes was pretty little rough trying to... <laughs> yeah. All we could do is speculate about what, what was going to happen with sports because no one happen. even knew. Yep. Um, but yeah, but I mean, we stuck, we stuck with it. Here we are. We're about to hit a year. So uh, if you've been with us since the beginning, I thank you. I know uh, I, I could name two off the bat that have been with us, and that's Peter Mack and uh, probably Ralph. I think he he started early on too. Um, although shout I, out I, I, shout I, out to I, PM Dub. Yep. I also want to give a, a quick shout out to uh, Ralph. I know he's he's not he's been not feeling too well lately. He's a little nervous about what whatever it could be. Um, so I want to send you my best wishes. Uh, it, hopefully, nothing serious coming up. Uh, we need to keep you here with the show. So uh, say get healthy. So, um, all right, we will now jump in over to the sports and we will start with our MLB team of the week. And so, Daniel, I'll let you go first. Right here. It's the logo on my hat. Even though he has lost lost two games straight to the uh, worst (laughs) team in baseball. It's a homer pig, yes. But uh, before that, they were on a hot streak. Uh, they won six straight. They took two out of three from Oakland. Um, it's just the bullpen right now, and, and you know it's it's a spinning record for me when I keep saying the bullpen because it really is. Um, so James Click, you better fix this shit right now. <laughs> and it's Dusty Baker at times because he can't manage the bullpen. But yeah, I have the Astros as my team of the week. Um, they were leading the AOS until yesterday when they lost to the Texas Rangers. Um, they're 26 and 20. They're a game back right now from Oakland, depending on how they're doing tonight. But yeah, that's my team of the week. I could have easily said like, um, Tampa Bay. Cause on the eight game win streak, I could have said San Diego or LA, but, uh, nah, I'm choosing Houston tougher division. I think in my opinion than the NL. So yeah, Houston's my team of the week this week. Oh, and two key games against LA. Tuesday and Wednesday. Can't wait for those. I hope Joe, Joe Kelly pitches one of them. So let's get it yeah. going. Yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting to see him out there with fans and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I, I wasn't surprised. I mean, I, even though I knew that <laughs> I don't think they were the best team of the week, I knew you were going to go with them. Well, they're they're I, the best I, offensive team out there right now. They have a plus 60 run differential. Besides them, it's the White Sox. They're the plus 65. So are they still, are they still the best after today? Uh, if they get two, well, they have returning people coming from uh, rehab. If they if it's bullpen help, they're gonna be there for the long run. Because uh, because the White Sox are plus sixty five. 
Boston yeah. Rebbeheim at plus 50. You have plus 66 for the Padres, plus 63 for the Dodgers. So they're not the best. Well, they game. were going into probably yesterday. <laughs> I know. I or, two, or a few days ago. I know. But I, I, don't, I, I mean, I don't care what people say on Twitter. Trash can, bang, bang, this, that. I don't care. I really don't. I'll let the players uh, speak for themselves. The first five hitters are hitting over 300. So that's, that's cool with me. Because they probably know what's coming. Why? Because they have the butt plugs? <laughs> yeah, so I don't give a damn. They can say all they want is their opinions. It's not going to stop okay. me from from liking this team. So, all right. So, um, I am going to throw you a little curveball here with my team of the week. I chose the hmm. Detroit Tigers. I was literally looking at them, and I was about to just throw it out there randomly. The Detroit Tigers. So before losing today, they were eight and two in the last ten games. Again, remember this is the team of the week. It doesn't matter if they are one of the worst teams in baseball. They had a good week. A they had a good week. week yeah. Well, they um, got a they got a World Series manager at the helm, so I, I can expect uh, that. So I don't know if that if you really count that World Series. <laughs> anyway, so they completed a three game sweep of the Mariners. Uh, they have four wins against Kansas City. Um, minus today, but they had won four straight against Kansas City during that stretch of 10 games. Um, we're probably not going to talk about them for the rest of the season because, I mean, they're, they're are, they are a terrible baseball team, especially with the injuries that they're facing this year, too. But the fact that they were 8-2 and two in the last 10, now 8-3 and three in the last 11, um, that's really good because the Mariners were right up there top of the AL West for quite a while. I mean, Kansas City for a while, they had the best record in baseball. They've come back to earth a little bit, but Good team, decent teams beat the bad teams, and they seem to be beating all the bad teams, so they may not actually be the worst like we thought they were going to be. Um, so, yeah, that's why, I mean, I, I was looking at the standings. I was looking at what happened last week. I'm like, I'll never get to be able to talk about the Tigers again for the rest of the season. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and choose them as a team of the week. I almost chose uh, the realistic team for me was going to be the White Sox. Uh, I know uh, I had them two weeks ago or two shows ago. Um, they 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 look unstoppable right now. Um, I think the only thing that can stop them is their their old school manager. That's I don't know why they hired Tony Larusa, but I I question that too. Yeah, when they hired him, I'm like, why? I mean, it's, he's the, too old school. Yeah, like Cardinals, this is a new generation. This is a new era. Let them play and have fun. Like Trevor Bauer, yeah. I hate the hell out of that guy. He's an a hole. But I love what he's doing to the game. He's pumping up the yeah. crowd in, in San Francisco. He's doing the ear thing. They're booing him. This is what baseball needs. They need yeah. villains in this league. I mean, Tony LaRusso, like, get that guy out of here. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I don't get it. <laughs> um, don't, don't swing on a 3 0 count when you're up by like 10. Come on, yeah, dude. When you're, like, when, you're, when you're paid to hit the, the baseball, hit the baseball. Come on. This guy can go oh. on a streak as it was Mercedes. He can go on a streak, or that could have, you know. Yeah. Carry him a long way. He can start having a hot season because of that yeah. one at bat. Yeah. I do know with the Tigers, I mean, a, a Spencer Turnbull, a toss no hitter. Um, uh, the eighth in team history, first in his, uh, Verlanders uh, back in, I think, 2011. Um, and then before we move on to basketball, I do want to point out um, an interesting story. I, I think I had mentioned this, I think, what, three months ago, maybe during uh, spring training, but the return of Scott Cashmere. Yeah, he started. Tonight. He started today for the Giants, and uh, wasn't too bad. 
I mean, uh, he had four innings. Uh, let me pull it back up here. I think I only gave one run in four innings. Um, yeah. Uh, he gave up two hits. One was uh, one earned run, had two strikeouts. Um, That's a great story. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think he I, uh, he last pitched, what, 2016? Yeah. I think, I think he got like yeah. 10 mil. They're paying him like 8 mil or something like that. Yeah. I remember uh, playing that, with Scott Kashmir in MVP Baseball 2005. <laughs> yeah. That's how long he's been around. Yeah, I, Scott I remember. Kas- I, I had him on some of my uh, my fancy teams early on. Yeah, and, and yeah, he was career. good. Um, but no, yeah, I I, I want to give a little a little props to the San Francisco Giants because they are taking a risk on a lot of people. So they brought Scott Kashmir back. Who I mean, he hasn't obviously five years. He hasn't pitched in five years. And they, 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 they threw him out there for a start. That kid, I, I had mentioned uh, back in the, uh, the late fall, the story about the guy, the prospect of theirs that tried to kill himself. He has a one yeah. eye now. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's playing for them. And I think in double A, he hit a home run the other day. So it's like, yeah. I, I, I give credit because if I'm a player, I want to go there because this franchise is taking care of their players. They're not all out there for the buck and they're, they want to get these superstars or they want, like, if you are, if, if you played for them and if you were loyal to the franchise, they're looking after you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we saw it. We saw that with, with, uh, Mass Bumgarner. He was well past his prime there, but they kept him there. They wouldn't trade him. They let him leave as a free agent. So, um, yeah, kudos it's, to the, kudos to the giants. It's crazy how long these athletes can play in MLB compared to like football. Yeah. Like Pujols is still going, and man, that guy's been around since like 2002 or something like that. Yeah, I think he entered um, league, what, 2002 when he's 40. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still hitting home runs. I'm like, God yeah. almighty. Yeah, going yeah. on the Giants real quick. Their pitching is like third with the ERA, so they have a good pitching staff. Yeah. So kudos to their yeah. GM and their front office for doing that. I thought, I mean, I thought they're going to be terrible, but here, here they are. So. Yeah. All right, we will now move over to the main topic of the day, and that is going to be the NBA playoffs. Uh, we put off we, we put off our last show uh, because the play-in game was kind of throwing us for a loop for these predictions, um, and plus just timing. I mean, life got in the way for a couple of those a couple of those days. So, um, but we will go ahead and we're going to break down the East first and move over to the West, and we'll do our NBA Finals predictions. So uh, in the East, uh, the one seed Philadelphia 76ers versus the eight seed Washington Wizards. I got Philly in five. Um, I really was leaning towards four, like it's just a, a clean sweep. But I mean, Beal and Westbrook are, I, I bet them they will have at least one game where they eat, they are taking over. Yeah. And so um, I, I, it's bittersweet that the fact that they beat the Pacers. And I had told you this before. I was like, I, I just wanted the season to end because I knew they weren't going to do anything in the playoffs. But I also yeah, don't but it's still that thing of having your team in the playoffs, dude. I know, and I, I was rooting for them to win that game, even though I wanted them to lose. But it, I think I had told you it's like old Yeller. You see something you love is suffering. Just put a bullet <laughs> in their head and get it over with. Skin over. And that bullet came from like a thirty-point beatdown from the Wizards in, in that that play-in game. So. Um, I'm I'm kind of glad that way they can they can make their decision what they're gonna do with the coach or what they can do with their with their offseason focus on the draft. Yeah. Hopefully they can jump up in the draft lottery. But um, I, I the Wizards I I think the league wanted the Wizards in there because you have two su- superstars on that team, Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook, and they, they want to see them in the playoffs. 
Um, and so I, I think that's a good matchup with Philly, but I think Philly is just too good for them. And so I got them at five. So in the uh, four or five matchup, the Knicks versus Hawks, which are two very surprising teams. I thought the Hawks were going to make the playoffs, but the Knicks came out of nowhere. Um, now, this pains me because as a Pacers fan, I hate the Knicks. And I don't want to see Nate McMillan doing get out of the first round since he couldn't do it with the Pacers. So one of those two have to win this this series. Uh, I have the Knicks in five. I, I just there's something about Tom Thibodeau and the way he's running this team. Um, there, I mean, Julius Randle has had a resurgence in his career. Um, I've he went from being mediocre to possibly an All NBA type player. Uh, Derrick Rose is out there as a backup point guard, kind of leading the the young young core there. So um, I look for them to uh, move on pretty quick over the Hawks. Um, the number three Bucks versus six Heat. I don't know if you had caught that game earlier today. Hell of a game. Went to OT. Uh, Bucks won the game. I have the Bucks winning in six. I just think that they have too much talent and that for that for Miami to keep up with. I think every game is going to be entertaining, and uh, I got the Bucks in that one. And then the two seed. Uh, Nets versus a seven seed Celtics. Uh, they are actually playing right now. Um, last I saw, the, the Celtics got off to a hot start, but the Nets won 104 and 93. Yeah, so they're up one nothing. It was actually and pretty I, close before this show uh started. Yeah, yeah, uh, Nets must have took off. So I got the Nets in six. Um, the Nets obviously are the best team in the league when healthy and they're all playing right now. I mean, I think that's why I think that they, yep. they use the health as a way of resting before the playoffs. Um, I got the Celtics winning too, just cause Jason Tatum is, he's going to go off for 50 points a couple times and he may take over a game here or there. And I think the Nets will kind of coast once they get a big lead in the series. I, I, I see them going up uh, at least two Oh, maybe losing game three and then winning a game. So, and then coasting. So, I got I got them in six. Um, so for that, I have the I have Philly, the Knicks, the Bucks, and the Nets moving on. So who do you got in the East? Uh, going to the 76ers and the Washington Wizards. Um, I like Washington there, and I had them at the playoffs at the beginning of the year, but I think the 76ers are a little too much. Um but I agree with you with Beal and Westbrook probably scoring like 40 each plus a game, but still losing. Um, it'd probably be Philly Phillies 76ers. And uh, <laughs> I keep wanting to say like baseball names. from. I, I have the 76ers probably in. Yeah. Six. And then for the New York Knicks and the Atlanta Hawks, um, this was kind of tough to me because I didn't watch these two teams play. I've heard about the Knicks all season long, yes, on Twitter and, and whatnot. Um, but I, I have Atlanta winning this one. I, I, I guess it's a, it's a upset. I mean, Trey Young, uh, Bogdanovic, Clint Capella is a name I haven't heard in a while. Um, I, I think the Hawks are going to win this one. Uh, I think it's going to go seven. Hawks advance. Uh, Milwaukee. I caught a little bit of the game today against the Miami Heat. Um. I have Milwaukee winning this one. Too much talent, like you said. I don't think Miami's going to go on that run like they did last year and go to the finals. But um, so I, I kind of feel like Atlanta's my team to like do that. Kind of, kind of be like the Miami Heat of this year. But I don't. They're not going to make it to the finals. But uh, they'll kind of advance. But and then Brooklyn and Boston. <sighs> Brooklyn's too much. 
I'm gonna say I'll say I'll say five. Say uh Boston gets one, but yeah, I was looking at the uh I was actually like watching it before the uh show came on the air and I was just looking at the uh the scoreboard and the stats with Durant had thirty two Irving had 29 and Harden had 21. Blake Griffin had one point. I'm going to throw that out there. But uh, yeah, I, I think the Nets are too much, man. If they're all healthy, they're going to do some big time damage in these too playoffs. And Too much talent there. Yeah, regular season, pff, they were hurt and all this and that. But th- this is the big dog time. This is the playoffs. This is when it really counts. So uh, yeah, I think Brooklyn's going to win this easy, easily in five. All right, and then for the uh, next few rounds, um, I'll I'll go. Um, I have the Nick uh, Knicks. I have Philly over the Knicks in six. I have the Nets over the Bucks in six as well. Um, I think Budenholzer loses his job um, as Bucks coach. Um, I think it's they have to make it to the finals for him to stay. Um, and if if he does get fired, that's going to be the most attractive job in basketball. Um, and then in the conference finals, I have Philly versus the Nets, one versus two seed. I have the Nets in five. I just – Doc Rivers' teams, once they get to a certain point in playoffs, kind of hit a wall. And I think by that point, the Nets are going to be firing all cylinders, and I think they're going to make easy work out of them. What about you for the next two rounds? Uh, the next two rounds, I have um, Philadelphia taking care of Atlanta. This is where the uh, the magical run for Atlanta stops. I'm gonna say, and I think it's gonna be a, a sweep. I'm gonna go. I'm going four. Um, then I have. I'd be very McMillan of him to lose in a sweep. <laughs> um, then I have Brooklyn over Milwaukee. It's it's pretty much the same. I, I mean, I can't say more about the Nets right now with what they have. It, it's just surprising to me that they can hire a coach like Steve Nash a first timer, a first time coach and he can, and he ends up possibly, I'm not saying they're going to do it, possibly winning a championship. It's the, it's the amount of athleticism that they have on the teams for these coaches to like, I want to know how much percentage, like I know he coaches the team. Yes. But these athletes are so good with Durant and Irving and Harden. Like, do you even have to throw plays out there or just let them do what they need to do? No, I, I think he's guiding them. I, I, I think it's more he's there to manage egos. Because look at his bench. He, he has Jacques Vaughn, who's a former head coach. He has Mike D'Antoni, who's a former head coach, who has coached players on this roster. Both Jacques Vaughn and him have. So I, I think it's it was a perfect situation for Steve Nash to get into. It's very similar to me um, as when Steve Kerr took over in Golden State. He had the talent there. He's had to, he's had to point that ship in the right direction and manage egos. And I think he's doing the same thing with Brooklyn. I mean, you and I could go out there and probably coach that team to the finals. It's all about making sure you're, you're keeping your players happy. Yeah. And because it's not really, I don't think it's really a whole lot of like play calling. Cause I mean, you have three all time greats on the roster. You don't need to call a whole lot of plays. Let them go out there and do their thing. Cause they all, they all have their own style, but you also have to be able to manage the egos of saying, okay, KD, you're not going to shoot KD? 20 times tonight. Irving, hey, uh, Irving, I, I I need you this to be the ball handler. I don't want you shooting tonight. I mean, being able to to convince these guys to t- t- take a step back offensively to focus on other things. That's what he's there for. He's there. He's there as the uh, as the guide for these players, saying, "Hey, I, I've been in your shoes. I know it's hard not to shoot, 
But I can't. I, but your Colts night, I mean, Harden go out there and shoot the ball. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah. I, I think it's more. He's just more as a as a counselor than he is as a coach. But I mean, that's also part of coaching as as well. That's that's the reason why the Pacers coach Nate Bjorkren is going to be looking for a job soon because he can't manage. He can't manage anybody. Well, you don't know he's, that yet. He most likely to be gone. <laughs> well, y'all, I mean, y'all, the Pacers Nations, they wanted the what's that guy, the old school coach, Nate McMillan, gone for yeah. so many years. Yeah, but they, it, they never pulled the trigger on it. it. It was the right move when they did it. It's just they, yeah, they, they, they kept giving them like extensions. I don't know if like extensions, but they kept, he kept he was just there. Like they they wouldn't pull the trigger yeah. on firing the guy. And when they finally did, they hired the wrong guy. <laughs> well, well, who who else was in the candidacy for that? Uh, so Chauncey Billups, who I kind of wanted to take the job, uh, first time coach. Billups, yeah. Um, you had Dave Yeager, former Kings coach and Memphis coach. Uh, you had, um, I think Dar- I don't know if Darvin Ham, assistant with Milwaukee. I don't know if he interviewed or not, but uh, Chris Finch, who who was an assistant with the. Um, Pelicans, then he was on the Raptors to start the year, and he's currently the coach of the um, Timberwolves. They hired him midseason. Um, so they, they they interviewed um, um, some Spurs assistants. Um, you want that chick, huh? Yeah, I mean, I would I would take her. I mean, I, I would. Um, I, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on her name right now because I, with how Becky, much I tweeted, some, Becky uh, Hammond, with how, Becky. With how much I, <laughs> I, I tweeted at the Pacers to hire last summer. Uh, or fall. I mean, I would take her. Um, I take the Antonia at this point. Um, I think if if I I know we're sidetracking off of the off this in the Pacer talk. Yeah. But, okay. Real uh, quick, Mike D'Antoni. How is he an assistant on the on the Nets? Like, how does he not have a coaching job, a head coaching I th- job? I think he had all his chips in, in the Pacers bucket, and everyone else got uh, hired coaches, and he thought he was going to go there, and they hired Bjorkren, and so he's like, all right, I'll go help, but my form, former player Steve Nash. Well, I feel like if you know if, if I was a Pacers fan, wouldn't you want Mike D'Antoni? Dan Tony? Um, I do. I mean, I, I would take him. Um, yeah. The the only problem I have with him is he doesn't have a superstar on the team. His best years as a head coach, he has Steve Nash and Mario Stoudemire. He had James Harden. I mean, when he was in New York, when they didn't have anybody, I mean, he got fired from New York because that roster was so bad he couldn't coach him anywhere. And so, and my concern is his age. How long is he going to be there? Yeah, he's got what three years left in him, and they're there. They may want to go hire a coach to be there for potentially 10, 15, 20 years. And so, personally, if I'm the Pacers for an office, I'm Kevin Pritchard, um, and I'm making the decision. I'm I want to hire Chauncey Billups because he's mm-hmm. a player. He he can connect with the players. And I'm bringing in Kenny Atkinson, who's uh, currently on the same uh, staff as him out there in L.A. Let him be on that coaching staff. Try bringing like a Dave Yeager if he wants to be an assistant coach out there, a former head coach. Surround him with head coaches. That way, he he has to focus on the players and the game plan. He doesn't have to worry about everything else. He has he'll have these other coaches out there. I think they need to bring Dan Burke back. To get, uh, he was their defensive guru that they let go to Philadelphia. Bring him back. I mean, overpay him if you have to, but um, that's what I would do if I were them. But. I, at this point, I'll take anyone but Dave, uh, for then Nate Bjorkren. No one, no one's <laughs> name is Nate. Do not bring a Nate in here. I don't want him. To, I don't want him to interview a Nate. No one, nothing, because uh, the main. I, I guess the, the the reports coming out as the issue that they're having with him, Nate Bjorkren. That is, is because he sucks up to management, and then he's brutal on everyone below him. So 
I think the phrase that Jay Michael, who's a, a beat, uh, who's on the NBA uh, Pacers beat for the Indy Star, said on uh, I think it was Derek Schultz podcast that um, he kisses up and pisses down, yeah. and that's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And so that's why I mean I, I think he he burned his bridge. I don't know if he'll be a head coach again. I don't think he should be head coach again unless he, he can change his ways. But um, I guess what was happening was he was telling um, players to come in and saying, "Hey, this is not working. We can't do this." He's so analytical. He says. This is like the data says it will work. I'm smarter than you. Do what I say. And so obviously that rubbed people the wrong way. If your stars are saying it's not working and you're saying do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to go. So <laughs> <laughs> it's all analytics crap that should be out of the game. I mean, some of it's legit. I mean, some of it is legit. Some of it is but, good, but like, why? But, but why when, you, when you're seeing with your eyes that it is not working. And you're giving up 140 points per game to the Washington Wizards, and you're not making any changes because your analytics say this should work. Yeah, yeah, that's not head coach material. You need to be able to say, okay, I can see this is not working. Let's make this change it up because obviously the data is not is not right on this one. Mm, so. All right. So back on topic, who do you got in your uh, who do you got winning the East? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have the Nets. Against the, uh, I believe it was the 76ers. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. The Nets. I, I mean, I can't say anything else about them. They're just too good. Yeah. Let's, okay. let's go with the, let's go six, though. I'll go six. I'll give the 76ers six. Yeah. All right. We will now move on over to the West, and I will go first. So we have the one seed Utah versus AC Memphis, which a lot of people are upset that Memphis is there because they want to see Steph Curry. Um, but John Moran, yeah. he, he balled out last night. Um, uh, Donovan Mitchell's coming back. It looks like he may be ready for game one. Um, I got Utah in six. I think Memphis will be able to grind out two wins in this series. Uh, the four or five matchup to Clippers versus Dallas. Great game earlier today. Um, I, I was leaning towards changing this cause, just because I, I, I don't know um, if my pick will end up being right. But I have the Clippers in seven. I had it in seven before I saw how close this game was. Um, I want Dallas to win. I mean, I'm from Dallas. I, I enjoyed watching them. Um, I'm, not watching the, I'm not watching the Pacers. I forgot uh, you were from Dallas. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't like the Rangers, so it's okay. Oh, I hate I the like city. The, I, I don't like I the hate Cowboys. the sports teams. <laughs> so, um, but no, I, I want to see Dallas win this series. They're up 1-0, which is great. The first time I think they were up 1-0 since they won the title in 2011. They always lose the first game in the series until now. Um, I'm hoping they, I'm hoping they, they knock the Clippers out because I know I, and I know you, you were kind of feeling the same way because I know how you hate super teams and when Paul George and Kawhi Leonard forced their way there to make a super team, I just want to see him fail yeah. every year. I was, I just want to see him keep failing. And so if they lose in the first round, I think Kawhi's gone, and that leaves Paul George there by himself. Which okay, let him stop. <laughs> yeah, you'd you'd enjoy that, huh? Yeah. And then uh, three seed Denver versus six Portland. This was a really tough one for me because I really like Portland and what they're doing. Um, but I, jo- Jokic is the MVP. Um, I like this, the whole roster for Denver. I mean, they, they lost one of their key pieces, Mur- uh, Murray, and they are still winning a lot. So I got Denver in six. And the two seed Suns versus seven seed Lakers. I, you got to feel for Chris Paul. So Chris Paul is he's a Hall of Famer, but his legacy is he cannot get it done in the playoffs. He just cannot 
he can't get to the finals. He could barely get out of the first and second rounds. You go to Phoenix and you you take a team that's been bad for a decade, and you got him to the two seed. Your reward is LeBron James and Anthony <laughs> Davis and the yeah. Lakers, who should be a top three seed when healthy. You get them in the first round. So LeBron James has never lost a first round series in his career. I don't see him losing this year either. I think Chris Paul will go out. I think it will be a six-game series. I know six is the easy way out. It could be a five because LeBron's healthy. AD is finally healthy. Um, they looked great down the stretch when they when they were finally in there. I mean, they, were, they weren't playing full minutes, and they were still winning easily. Uh, you got to feel for Suns fans because they finally get a two-seed. They get a good franchise uh, team to root for. First time really since Steve Nash and Mario Stoudemire and Leandro Barso and all those guys left. And you got LeBron yeah. James, Anthony Davis in the first round. Waiting, this, waiting for them. This matchup should have been a, a Western Conference Finals matchup, but they get him in the first round. That, that's terrible for the Suns. And I got the Lakers winning in this one. It's bad luck for them. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> who, 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 what, do you, what do you got for the first round? Uh, one eight seed Utah Jazz and the Memphis um, Grizzlies. I just want to say I'm not a big fan of those playing games. But they were all exciting to watch, except maybe the Pacers one. But the Memphis well, Golden State game was pretty damn good. I must so, say. So, so I would say both Pacers games were not fun to watch because they blew out the Hornets. Like they smoked them yeah. by thirty some points, and then turn around and lose to Washington big time. Now, again, I'm going to sidetrack us a little bit. So remember that that crushing the Pacers had on the the Thunder, where they they won like one fifty. I think it was one fifty two to like ninety five. Yeah, it was, like, it was like the big, uh, biggest, biggest uh, bl- blowout on the road. I mean, they, they they broke records in that game. Yeah, the very next game they got smacked by the Wizards by like <laughs> twenty five points. They go out there, they crush the Hornets. They they set some records there. Next game they get the Wizards and they get smacked around again. It's just like I think if they would have faced Boston that game, I think they would have had a chance of winning. But yeah. for whatever reason, they, when they come off of a good game, they get smacked around by the Wizards. And so that's why I think they got beat up there. But I think the, with the ratings of the play-in games and how well these, like especially out West, what the, the games were, the play-in games are going to be here for a while. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I, I mean, I'm sure it draws a lot of uh, viewers. It's kind of like the March Madness 11 versus 11. Yeah. Um, a cool this, little added concept to the NBA. It, it's fine. I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, I mean, we'll see how it goes from years to come. But if, if, if those games are like that, like the Grizzlies and, and Warriors the other night, then yeah, oh, I'm, so I'm all good. for it. Just, yeah. Just, just wait until they expand it so that they get the five and six seed in there too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I got the uh, Jazz beating John Morant and the Grizzlies. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go five uh, for the Utah Jazz. Uh, like the Spider Man, I just like the guy. And then uh, four and five matchup. This one I was okay this, before the podcast and earlier today I was leaning towards the Clippers, but I have Dallas over the Clippers. Um, oh, I hope you're right. 
yeah, even though I hate Dallas teams and, and whatnot. But, yeah, they do lead 1-0. I think it's still going to go 7. I'm going 7. I think this is a series that's going to go 7. Yeah. Um, it sucks I, that they're I, I on NBA that. TV, though. <laughs> that's the only series that got the NBA TV uh, TV showcase. Which is surprising to me. I, I would have I thought that possibly Bucks Heat could have been thrown on there. Um, Denver, uh, Portland seems like an NBA TV type I would have said Denver, Portland, Utah, Memphis. Yeah. But, but I mean, just because they're probably the number one seed there on TNT. I would have said those two series. I wouldn't have put the Clippers or Dallas on NBA TV. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the Denver, Portland series, this is the one, man. I, I think uh, I think Portland's going to beat Denver. Um, I would like to see that. I yeah, think, I think that's, I think that's the only way uh, Terry Stout's job is is secure after this. I think if they lose in first round, I think he's looking for a job too as a head coach. Yeah, because it's too much talent. Damian Lill, Lill, Lilliard, um, top he's star of the, of the game. game. Yeah, I think they're going to beat Denver. Um, I'm going to say six, Portland and six, the Trailblazers advance, and then the two seven matchup with Phoenix Suns and the L.A. Lakers. Yeah, this is a tough matchup for C.J. Paul. And Devin Booker and Phoenix and company, they just do a bad straw and got the Lakers, uh, who quite possibly are probably healthy. Um, so yeah, I got LeBron beating the number two seed, LeBron and company being the number two seed Phoenix Suns to advance. Yeah, and so in the uh, second round for me, I got uh, Utah versus the Clippers. I have Utah in six. Um, I just I think Utah is just too too deep and too fundamentally sound. Um, I think we're going to see playoff P pop out there and see some bad games from Paul George. Um, I, I, I have, I have Utah in six, even if it's Dallas as well. So I, mean, I think Utah will get to the conference finals. Um, and then I have the Lakers over the nuggets. Um, I actually have that one in five. I think that once AD and them get rolling, I think it's going to be smooth sailing to the conference finals. And then in Utah versus the Lakers, I have the Lakers in seven. I think it's going to go Lakers seven. Lakers in the nine. finals. Two seed Lakers, the severely underseeded, and they make it to the finals. Who do you got? Nice. Um, so I have surprisingly, I mean, I don't know if it's surprising or not. I like the underdogs in, in some of these games. I have, um, well, I have Utah beating Dallas in. In, in six, I'm gonna go six Utah over Dallas, and then I have Portland over the LA Lakers in seven, six seven matchup. I got the number six seed winning, and I hope this does happen. Um, but I know the NBA wants to see LeBron versus Durant in the finals, but I, I want the other dogs to win. I'm an underdog guy, so I got Portland beating the LA Lakers, and then in the conference finals, I have um. I have Portland beating Utah. I'll say Portland versus Utah may be the NBA's worst nightmare for the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though. That's the thing. I want to see fresh, yes, fresh matchups. Yeah. I want to see this in the Conference Finals. Like a lot of people watch the NBA as is. Like give some yeah. fresh matchups, like these up. Oh, I yeah. mean, younger stars to to play each other in the uh, the, the finals and all this. There's going to be great games all across the board each uh, game, but I got Portland over um, Utah. 
Very good. All right. Um, and then we have our final matchups. Who do you got between the Nets and the Trailblazers? Oh, I got the Nets. <laughs> yeah. I got the I'm Nets give, over the Lakers, uh, too. <laughs> uh, let's just go. Let's give them six. I go six. Uh, not, not even six. I'm going to go five. I got, I got Nets and six over the Lakers. Um, and I believe that is the same matchup I had before the season started. Nets versus Lakers with the Nets winning. So yeah. I'm glad I'm glad I was able to stick to that uh, throughout the uh, season. Um, again, I would love to see some chaos and see like a. Um, I mean, look, I don't really, I don't really care for Felix. I think Joel Embiid's an asshole, but I got like a Washington, hell, even Atlanta or the Bucks versus like a Utah Jazz or a Portland Trailblazers or a Dallas Mavericks. I want to see or Suns. I would love to see the Suns get there. Yeah. Um, see some fresh matchups, but I, I think when it's all said and done, we're going to see KD, Harden, Irving, Anthony Davis, LeBron James. That's going to be best for ratings. Yeah. And that's going to be best for the NBA uh, bottom dollar. And I know the NBA is, they're looking at ways of recouping money they lost during the pandemic. Heard one speculation to me be adding two teams, uh, potentially the Seattle Supersonics and a Las Vegas team. Oh, Vegas, no doubt, is going to get a yeah. basketball team and most likely a baseball team. I don't. Do you think Vegas could handle three professional teams? Four professional teams. They have hockey there already. Yes. I mean, Seattle for sure. Yeah. I think is going to get a, a basketball oh, yeah. team within the next the fir- six years. Seattle gets, Seattle gets the first basketball team. Added. Hell, they're getting a hockey team. Yeah, the Seattle Kraken. The reason why the SuperSonics left for Oklahoma City. Uh, has been fixed. It was an issue with the city council and uh, money or whatever. That's been resolved. So it, they'll, I think they'll get a new arena. I think it'll be right there along the harbor. And um, I, I, I think basketball's best with Sonics as a team. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I was kind of rooting. I remember the Kings were having their issue. I was hoping the Kings were going to move to Seattle because. Seattle is one of those iconic franchises. I've seen that green and yellow out there. Sean Camp and Gary Payton. Gary Payton. Yeah. Looks that like a beautiful shrimp. city. Oh, I've been there. It's great. Uh, I, that was one. Of, I actually almost took a job up there. I mean, this is like way before I even moved to Texas. I was offered a job at, uh, up there at uh, Seattle Children's. But um, Damn. the only issue up there is there is no sunshine. I was oh, there that's, for- my, that's my type of city. I was there for over a week and I had one day of sunshine. I love it. I hate the sun, honestly. <laughs> I'm going in July. So yeah. I, I'm, I'll be heading up there for anniversary. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely hit up, hit up the, uh, the market there. The um, public market, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Is that what it's yeah. And then, um, uh, Go, I did, going I, to I, uh Mariners Yankees game, the finale that Thursday, I think. So I'm gonna hit yeah. up that. I was going to go take a tour of the Seahawks stadium, but they don't, they're not having it at the moment. Yeah. They may um, have so it by then. Yeah. yeah, I hope they have it by then because I want to tour the that stadium. Yeah, I, I didn't tour that stadium, but I, I toured Safeco Field or well, Safeco Field at the time. I, I don't know what it's called today. T-Mobile but, uh, Park. T-Mobile Park. Yeah, um, I I did the tour then. Uh, beautiful ballpark. Yeah. Uh, for all the ones I've seen live in person, I think that's my favorite visually. Fe- T-Mobile. Yeah, Fenway Park was is my favorite because I mean obviously the Red Sox, but in the history, oh, the history there. there. Um, Wrigley Fields is a dump. Um, 
again, history is great being a Wrigley Field, but like it smells remember, like pee everywhere. Remember back what was it fifteen years ago when cement blocks were falling off the the ceiling on the fans yeah. down below? So it's like it's it's it, it needs a lot of work to it. But um, Safeco Field, whatever it is today, uh, T-Mobile, T-Mobile Park, beautiful beautiful ballpark. Petco it, Park in San Diego is, is awesome too. It's right off the yeah. water. Beautiful. Hoping to get. I'm hoping to get out there one day. So, you know um, who I feel yeah. bad for? Who the the Oakland the city of Oakland because possibly the A's will be leaving. It's the Raiders left. <laughs> they're voting these people in office. They're, they're voting yeah. the city council, and that's that's being idiots and making letting these teams leave. That's gotta suck love- though, man. If you were a Raiders fan for over forty plus years and your franchise decides to leave. That's got to be gut wrenching, heartbreaking. They left twice. I, yeah, I can't even imagine it. Yeah, like oh my gosh. Like honestly, we don't have any pro sports team besides the Austin FC soccer team. But I mean, it Come won't be Oakland. really Come on, A's. <laughs> the Austin we'll A's. The... We'll put you up there, in Round Rock. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we do have the Round Rock Express. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. We'll, mo- we'll modify that stadium and we'll put you there, or uh, we'll build you a stadium out there by Coda. Yeah, I'm sure they'll do it. Make sure it has a roof or a retractable roof, at least, or a dome yeah. or something. It's too, it's too hot here for the summertime games. It's too damn hot. That's right. <laughs> That's why I don't go to any UT games during the summertime. Nah, not a chance. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, that is our show. Um, I want to thank you guys for joining us. Um, again, we're, we're, we're going to try to get a show out there on the 26th for our one year anniversary be a quick little show uh, i probably won't do the audio piece it'll just be out there like, like a little visual show we'll do on twitch and we'll save it there as a as a highlight going forward so um but yeah uh again make sure you hit us up on twitter i am at cr drubert daniel is at daniel underscore cabrera nine show is at box box kickers pod and go to uh uh twitch and follow uh box kickers talking sports Make sure your notification on so you can catch us live, uh, interact with the show. Uh, I look forward to having those uh, chats with the, with, the, with the fans out there. Um, so with that being said, I want to thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Peace. Peace.